0: So, what made you decide to start your journey?
1: So today is the twenty fourth of twenty twenty two. And next week on Friday is going to be five years um, since I stepped on a pallet scale, and I saw four hundred eighty pounds. And, you know, I think a lot of people have those rock bottom moments and it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, towards weight loss. It could be a uh, near death experience because uh car accident, because, you know, like a DUI, like it could be, uh, you know, anything, losing a loved one. Everybody like hits a rock bottom a certain way that just like wakes up a change. And um, so for me, five years ago. Um, I was working the same job that I still work. I'm just a, a courier for a lighting showroom and I do, you know, I do some coaching on the side, but my, you know, main career job has always been the same. So one day I was making a delivery to a warehouse and I had out of curiosity, just stepped on a pallet scale and I saw 480 pounds staring back at me. Um Obviously being that heavy isn't really that hard to hide. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of just like ignoring the fact. So, you know, every year growing up, uh the weight was always a problem. And then obviously, as it got heavier, um, the doctor scale only went to 350 pounds, so it was kind of just a a jokingly, you know, guessing game. It was um probably 365, like I'm probably 380 like who knows yeah. like i it never it never got to the point w- which is kind of scary but like god willing like i've never had a broken bone i've never had you know gone under surgery have anesthesia i've never had like any major health scares complications never had any regular medications um so i never got to the point where it was you know like oh we need to get to you to a specialist like a, a special doctor that literally has you know, cause you watch like my hundred, my 600 pound life and they have doctors yeah. that specialize in those people. And like, they have those scales. It, it just never got to that point. Like, obviously it was always a concern. And like, even early on, like middle school, high school, um, I remember, and it's not like, I you know, punch in the face to the doctor, like, look what I did. But I remember I was 16 and my doctor said, he told my mom, like, if your son doesn't get his shit together, he's not going to live to see 17. And I literally didn't wake up. Like I didn't have that rock bottom, that 480 moment until I was 24. So obviously I didn't make any changes. I just kept eating. And, um, you know, being almost 30 now, like I, I've kept the weight off. I've come to a better understanding with food and looking back at things in my past and seeing like, why you know everybody goes to something for some reason. Everybody operates some way for some reason. Everybody has like a comfort. Um, so it's just like, what was I hiding that made me seek comfort in food? You know, right. I mean? you don't, normal a normal person isn't going to get to four hundred eighty, almost five hundred pounds. Like there was, there was something else there, and you know, I'm still. I think everybody's like still. You grow up and you're still trying to figure out yourself. Um, but like I said, like I've, I've come to a, a better understanding. Like I, obviously I have a, a pretty good, uh, you know, relationship with food now, but it's just like, it doesn't happen by accident.
0: So do you think like maybe your mom was like, what is it? An enabler, right? Like, like giving you as much as you wanted or making sure that you had enough and
1: stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, uh, I feel like it could be brought up in multiple different cultures like especially uh italian i'm cuban american uh i have a very indian i have a very i I have a very hispanic name but i I, and i'm from south florida but i barely speak any spanish um but definitely i think with like anything just the your plate's full oh let me give you some more or make sure you you clean your plate if you want dessert just all that stuff
0: yeah Um, (laughs) and if you if you go ahead sorry go ahead
1: yeah no I was gonna say like to to call it enabling like I look at it now and like from an outside perspective people would be like I remember I had one youtube uh video that went up and like YouTube's brutal with comments so like people like oh it's all the mom's fault whatever because yeah. my mom was like feature on her video I'm, like I was like like why are you coming after my mom's like but I look at it I was i mean i'm pretty it's still pretty damn stubborn but like I was a stubborn ass kid like if I had a bad day, it wasn't even a bad day, but like I got picked up from school and I wanted McDonald's or if I wanted uh, Arby's or Wendy's and I didn't get it, I was throwing a fit. So, you know, uh-huh. my mom, my, my, my parents did the best they could, but um, like they're both they're both full time. Um, you know, my dad owned a business. My mom works in a hospital, so they're both full time. And most of the times it was after school. It was yeah, it was fast food. That was me and my brother wanting it, begging for it. Um, and then a lot of, uh, hamburger helper. Um, but what were you, what were you going to say before that? I don't want to get too far into it.
0: No, I don't remember what I was going to say. Just (laughs) keep on going. You're good, brother. Just keep on going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, um, those were decisions, even though you could look at it from a multiple different perspectives. Like, I don't know if you guys have kids, but you want your kids to be happy. You know what I mean? Right. to an extent, so it's hard to always say "No," but also have a stern like "No, you don't need it," but I was a stubborn ass kid, like I said, so I don't blame her at all. You know those were decisions that I made, and they compiled and compiled into early adulthood when I moved out and I had my own place, like I was still making decisions. I kept bringing those groceries into my house. I worked at a grocery store, and I was <laughs> eating my way to death, you know I was getting my way all the way up to the four hundred five hundred pounds so
0: Did any of your friends ever say, hey, man, you know, we're looking out for you, not being like a dick to you about it, but like, hey, man, you know, is it maybe can we help you with this? Can we help you lose weight or something?
1: Uh, I mean, definitely. And, you know, everybody definitely has good intentions. You know, there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of family. There's a lot of friends. But I think I just had that identity um, from a young age that not so much like, okay, this is me, this is where I'm at. But it's just like, I was the funny fat kid. You know right. what I mean? And I I really wasn't bullied because I would have the joke ready and loaded before you could make a, a joke about me. I mean, literally, I could tell you uh, in high school, like freshman, uh, all the way up to senior year, like, well, not till senior year, because then I actually got a real job. But I was, uh, I was selling sandwiches. You know what I mean? Like I would wake up make uh peanut butter jelly, peanut butter fluff, peanut butter Nutella sandwiches and I would sling those. So it was kind of my identity. Like, oh it, but it was funny because like I was a smart businessman. Like I wasn't for say getting high on my own supply, but I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the the fat that kid. You know what I mean the Poro. Everybody knew it was Poro. Was like so I just sling sandwiches. And um I mean there was definitely people with good intentions in a they would say, Hey man, uh, maybe you shouldn't have that, but you know, there was definitely, Oh, you want to go, uh, go to the gym. And it just never really stuck until I was an adult. And I, like my parents, they always, you know, had the gym membership is always an option for me at one point in high school. They were even paying a personal trainer, but unfortunately, like I said, it just didn't stick until I hit that rock bottom. And so it was like, okay, well, this is my life. Um, if i'm going to get a gym membership i need to actually show up cuz i'm paying for it yeah um so there's definitely concerns and now i look at it from that same perspective is whenever you know my my brother has lost nearly 100 pounds he doesn't like do heavy uh weightlifting and bodybuilding type training like me he just watches what he eats and he runs um so he might be a serial killer he runs for fun <laughs> yeah fuck that uh, i used to do that a yeah. long time ago <laughs> And then my mom, she's just, again, um, she doesn't like calorie count. She just eats smart and she rides her bike, uh, every morning before work. And then, you know, my dad, he doesn't, he's still uh, like my mom lost like 60 pounds.
2: Wow. That's um, awesome, the,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. So the poor old family were losers. <laughs> um, but, um, my dad had, he had his little stretch. Like he was, I mean, he's heavy now. He's I don't know, 350, 375 ish. Um, but he had his little golden era, which that's why I kind of hope that it's not like a phase for me. And I don't think it is, or a matter of fact, I know it's not. Um, but he lost a lot of weight back when I was young and then maybe the comfort of raising kids, working so much, kind of bounce back. But like, I see that same aspect where I don't say anything. I don't judge. You just got to right. kind of, you kind of just got to be, be there. You literally just got to monkey see, monkey do. Like when you choose to go out to certain places, like we'll go to like a, I don't know if you have Texas Roadhouse or, you know, just like a yeah. regular steak, regular steakhouse, you know what I mean? Where there's still options out there that could slippery slope, but yo, you go to a steakhouse, odds are you're going to get a, a big steak and a baked potato. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So do you, what kind of, what kind of diet did you, when you, when, so when you were on the, when you weighed 480, when you went on that pallet scale, what did What was going through your head when you saw that number?
1: Um honestly man, I was just kinda I I wanna say disgusted. I was disgusted. I was Yeah, I mean that's the only word I could think of. Like not in like my my appearance, like I was just like, fuck, what how did I get this far? Like how have I not cared? where do i go um so i kind of just went home kind of shut out the whole damn world like i finished finished work it was just another day and uh went home. pretty sure cried you know just went to sleep and uh woke up the next day and kind of just cleared out my whole kitchen fridge of all the mountain dew it was a huge mountain dew drinker uh chocolate milk um cleaned out the pantry of all the the cereals all the little debbies cleaned out the freezer of you know all the pizza rolls all the frozen pizzas and didn't have i mean the internet is your friend and it could be your phone you know what i mean there's yeah. lots of good and bad on the internet but i kind of just barely cold turkey just went to uh ground turkey and, and uh grilled chicken like i had no clue what i was doing but i knew i needed to change so i kind of just went like the the basic, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna eat like chicken and broccoli, and uh, you know, gallon of water a day instead of all this. So I, I didn't know about like my fitness pal. I do not know what calories were besides a number on the side of a box, right? Um, so I was just like, okay. Uh, so I could literally tell you my diet from the beginning. And I hate whenever I get like messages like, oh, can you write me a meal plan? Oh, what did you eat? It's like, well, you know, what I mean, there's so much time there's not enough time in the day for me to reach out and like, literally give you each individual exactly what's going to work for them. Cause I don't know. There's a lot more to it, but for me again, zero clue what I was doing, but I was doing like a little premier protein shake and two light like, thick Greek yogurts. And then I would do like uh, three um, chicken and broccoli uh, or ground turkey and broccoli meals throughout the day. And that was it. And then, you know, just, you slowly start progressing and you figure out, okay, carbs aren't bad. So I slowly started implementing some, some rice into my diet. Cause like I said, I'm Cuban American, so I didn't like demonize it, but I was a little afraid in the beginning. Um, and then you just see a progress and you just keep getting a little bit better and you, you start eating a little more once you see the weights falling off. And then I just went from again, like 480. it was just, walk in my neighborhood. And the one uh, daily task that I absolutely needed to get done before bed was 20 flights of stairs. And I lived in an apartment complex. So you can imagine being the guy downstairs. I was 480 going up and down 20 times. Um, but it was just something that I had to do. And then we progressed to the neighborhood gym, then eventually got a little comfortable, a little financially stable. Went to Planet Fitness, then I transitioned into a local CrossFit. Had reached out to me, and they wanted me to go in there and take my training to the next level. And then progressed to um, you know bodybuilding and just a bunch of opportunities that have come along the way. And you know, just it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle now. Now I'm consuming almost uh, thirty five hundred calories and training is a little bit different. And you know, I've I've reached that that goal weight, everybody sets right. like a goal weight, like a number. And I reached that pretty quick. Like I I, um, and a lot of people ask me, Oh, how, how'd you lose it? Uh, how fast did you lose it? it? It doesn't matter. It's obsolete. like, I lost a lot really quick, but the important part is I'm five years in and the biggest regain I've ever had was, uh, COVID hit. And I was just in a new relationship. So I got up to like two thirty just because new love, no gym, <laughs> <laughs> and no gym, and a lot of takeout food, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I lost two sixty-five in fifteen months. Um, just yeah, just just diet and training. Um, Did you have people
0: come up to you and say, "Oh, you don't do this is this is not safe the way you're doing it" or anything like that? Like try to like stall your progress that you were doing for yourself so well.
1: Um. Not really. I mean, because I was kind of. I gotta tell you, like I was super like introverted. And um, you know, my my platform on Instagram, it has always been uh like I just found a new feature on there. You can see how old your account is. And I started my Instagram in twenty twelve and poro ninety two is just it's not like a weight loss name, it's not like yeah. Lose, losing poro or downsizing or whatever, and like there's all these names for it. You know that people have. It's just always been like a personal account. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to start logging for myself. I didn't even think about like I was going to go anywhere and inspire anybody. I was like, I just need to hold myself accountable. Um, so it was just taking it one day at a time, and like I said, I was just super focused on myself that. Um, I'm going to be honest, like, I, I don't want to say I lost friends, but I just really, and it's not that I had bad friends, but I just had to disassociate because most of my encounters with my friends were always over food. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, Oh, you want to go to a bruise room Or you, or you want to go to a Buffalo wild wings or here, there, whatever. It's like, it's a trigger, man. It's a trigger. Like it's, it's like, it's something that unfortunately, drugs and alcohol like that's you know it's you can live without those but it's kind of food eventually yeah you gotta you gotta rekindle and you gotta build a better relationship with it but man if you're you're just getting started you can't invite a for a uh, guy who's 480 who just lost 80 pounds to a buffet like i'm gonna go off you know what i mean
3: yeah
0: do you know who uh gourmet goes gourmet goes keto is yeah so we had, yeah. yeah, he's awesome, dude. We had him on the podcast like what three months ago, Tony, something like that. You don't know something like that. Yeah, so something like that. He's a yeah, so
1: like goat. Yeah, he's yeah. A OG, man. He's
0: and been a lot. Uh, he was he was telling me on the on the podcast that on the episode that he gained like thirty pounds in like two days because he was you oh. know when he uh, or it was like maybe three days when he was in Jamaica or something like that, and. Then he just kept on eating when he got back home, right? Because it just ended up being that one meal, he said, mm-hmm. and then it ended up being the weekend, or the day, then the weekend, then the week of the trip, and then he said when he came back or something like that, he was 45 pounds heavier than when he went on the trip. And then yeah. he just spiraled out of control, again, he said, and got back to um yeah. his big his oh, yeah, heaviest yeah. weight, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know I, I know his story very well. That's one of my I was actually I've actually been supposed to meet him like two or three times. He used to live in Rhode Island now he's out in San Diego, and that's one of my like best friends that I've met yeah on the internet uh like I've connected with a lot of individuals and I still have yet to meet him I'm supposed to meet him in October for a wedding, but I know his story very well he yeah he gained two hundred and ten or two hundred and sixty pounds in like three months yeah' it's like like he went hard like. <laughs> He went hard and now, uh, you know what I mean? It's like I said, he's, it was his, uh, it was his birthday yesterday. So Gormie, if you're going to listen to this, I doubt you are, you jerk, but, uh, he just <laughs> celebrated his birthday. Um, but yeah, man, that's you, you talk about as transparent and as uh, ups and downs, like he's had regains and he's lived to talk about it. He's a, he's very knowledgeable and he's very, uh, you know, driven, especially with the lifestyle. Like he doesn't call it a diet. Like some people say, Oh, the keto diet, like it's the ketogenic lifestyle. That's something that he needs to survive and thrive on. Um, but yeah, it can be a slippery slope. Like, um, I know for me and like, and bodybuilding is, um, my last competition that I did in August of last year, I got all the way down to show day. I was 190.2 Damn, and that was, that was the lowest I've ever been since I want to say like fifth grade or sixth grade. I I couldn't even tell you. Um, and then, you know, it's not sustainable. Like, I don't know if you guys know that much about bodybuilding, but like it, you get into the last week and it's peak week and you're, you're completely depleting carbs. You're, you know, it comes down to show day. And this is probably like all the water you get for a day, just because you want to look so dry and you want. Is that the picture? Pull it down. Uh yeah. Oh, that's like the week before. Yeah, yeah. On the left. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a couple. Of, I'm probably like one ninety-sixth right there. Yeah. I was Damn. like I was I was small, man. I was small. But um so like that was obviously unsustainable. And I knew that. Yeah. Um, but you do it for you bring a product onto stage to showcase. And um after that, that was in Vegas, and then me and my girlfriend, we took we made a trip out of it. Cause I live in Florida. So I was like, okay, we're not just going to fly out there, do a show and come back. So we went to Utah and we did like all the parks. We did Zion, Bryce Canyon. Um, I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm always good. Like, you know me, like I wake up early. I don't even care. Like I drive for work. So it's like, all right, babe, I just need you to wake up, hop in the car so we could drive. Like one day we drove, I drove like five hours out to hit two parks knowing damn well. I was like, all right, I love you, but we, we got to kind of move to the next part and we got to hit the car. I, I still got to drive back. Um, but, you know, we, we made the best of it. It was like after the show, of course, I like I lost all this weight. I did four shows, like not back to back to back, but I did four shows. So I was just continuing to, in a deficit. It's just not healthy to just keep depleting. So did I binge eat? I don't want to say so. I definitely ate like an asshole. I say that a lot. Yeah. Um, but like, yo, post show, smash the whole jar of peanut butter. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Giordano's pizza. Then like
3: pizza. Is that in Chicago?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's a deep dish pizza. Yeah. yeah. So I literally in Vegas, after the show, I was like, yo, let me get a large just cheese and throw some meatballs on it. He's like, that served six, to eight. I'm like,
2: <laughs> i was like Whoa.
1: i was like don't i was like don't let me pull out a picture yeah Whatever. and i just i i had it on like uh on the time lapse so i could just record the whole thing and i smashed it and i swear to you guys like i thought my girlfriend was gonna break up with me because i was e-mobile <laughs> like i was just i was i had a brick sitting in me i was like Brr. i couldn't i just could i had to be like upright i couldn't sit i couldn't lay down like oh my god and you can't throw it up but like Just, yeah, it was just like after, obviously, after those two last nights in Vegas eating like all the food, it was cool. Like, we just made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which is not on a regular, like, bodybuilding diet. Uh, We just had like regular breakfasts. She'd make regular dinners at an Airbnb. There was no logging, there was no tracking because, yeah, shows are over. I need balance. I'm on vacation. It's not forever. Like, you need to find balance with it. Like I said, you can cut. I mean, it's hard, but if you're a drug or alcohol, you know, you're addicted to those, you can cut them. You can live without them. It's hard. But food, you have to build a better relationship with, end of the day. If you know it's a trigger, you can't have it around. I mean, you could try your best to work on it. Um, You know what I mean? I have a little ambassadorship with a peanut butter company because I know that's one of my triggers. So I was like, yo, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to promote this. And I know damn well, like I don't get that many uh, clicks on it because my audience is people battling obesity. So peanut mm. butter is just slippery. So for a lot of people, but I was like, yo, I need to promote this because I need to get this in my house so I can better my control with it. And there's been some days where I have like a rough day at, week, uh, at work and I just get a spoon and it's gone. But I just know I need to be able to have these things in my house. Um, so, yeah.
0: Do you have you ever had that that peanut butter powder that they sell at like at Sam's Club and Costco's and stuff? It's like PB2 or something like that.
1: PB2, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like I said, if if it comes down to uh, like an addiction problem, like I have, it's you just, it's kind of just something you got to stay away from because you're just losing all the importance of like the nutrients from like peanut butter. If you just want the taste, that's fine. Like if you're just like, Oh, I just want like a peanut butter taste and you just mix it into your protein shake. It's yeah. fine. But it's from a nutrient standpoint. Yeah. It's a lot less calories. Cause it's really, I don't know if it's really, I have never looked at the ingredients, but I'm sure it's just like flavoring. It has nothing to do with the actual peanut. Probably
2: I'm not, not too sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, I used to, I used to, used to trust me. And then, you know, I was like, okay, well, what am I really using it for? Like I need to better my relationship with peanut butter.
0: Yeah, earlier you were saying something about, um, excuse me, uh, talking about labels on food and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. When are they going to come out with like a standard? I mean, I've asked this question before, like a standard label for like a bag of chips, standard label for cheese, standard like standard label that we have to use on all products we consume, because some Mm -hmm. of these labels are so fucking deceiving. It's crazy. Dude, I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what one? Do I I have to find the picture I'll send it to you when I find it. Yeah, Dude it yeah, was yeah. it was like such a random fucking thing on the back. I was like the fuck? I just put it and back cuz I was like
1: fuck this. It it's hard because especially one that I've noticed is um I'm not like a, particularly like a sweet eater like I'm very I just like food. Like uh the the running joke with me is like one of the shows I did I was wearing shorts that had Oreo print on them. Um, that's always like my, everybody, you know, I'm the Oreo guy, like Oreo, like sweets, calzones. Like I just love food. Um, but the other day I went and I picked up, I'm sure it's a, it's a national wide company, you know, what crumble cookies is. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to go pick those up for my buddy and, uh, on the website, when you're ordering it, like you select the cookies and it says 110 calories, me knowing my shit, I'm like there's no fucking way. So you, you click and <laughs> I don't know why they would even do that. Like, who's going to order a crumble cookie and cut and cut it into fourths? So
2: oh, that's god! Ten
1: calories Man. for a fourth. Like, who's going to do that? So it's just. It, I mean, they're not. They're they are hiding it, but it's there if you if you dig deep enough. But the the average person is going to look at it like, shit. You got somebody who lost a hundred. You know, who's five hundred pounds lost hundred pounds. They want a little treat. They're like, wow, it's only hundred ten calories. Like, fuck, no, it wasn't.
0: Yeah, but it's just one of those, th- I think, that like, I really think there needs to be like a nationwide, like, you know, like I said, a standard on all this stuff, man, because people, you know, I still do it too, like when I'm buying things like, like Kroger and stuff like that, or so a grocery store here in Memphis, yeah. like, I'll look at some of this stuff, I'm like, no, that's, I mean, that's a, a serving is half of this little ass thing, fuck that, you know, I'll just find something better, yeah. you know, like,
3: yeah. I don't know, like, well, that's what they say you're supposed to eat on the outside of the aisles, not on the yeah, inside.
1: Yeah, that's 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 one tip I always tell people is like shop on the outside because like all the inside stuff is preservatives. Yeah, you know I mean everything on the outside is gonna it's gonna expire sooner, but that's because it's should. Like yeah, that's the real food. That's what I the say real food,
3: whole foods, not like the store whole foods, but like you know veg, fruits, yeah. vegetables, you know meat, dairy, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. By the stuff way, I wore this shirt. Ground.
1: I wore this shirt intentionally because I know you guys are Memphis, but this was the uh, Red Cod Gym Nashville shirt. I was like, oh, let me throw that on <laughs> to the, the Tennessee, the Tennessee so, guys.
0: How did you how did you how did you get sponsored by them? I saw that you were a sponsored athlete of theirs.
2: Yeah.
1: So I they're local. They're uh based out of Boca Raton. I'm in South Florida. Um I live like 30 or not even like 10, 15 minutes from my line, uh, from Boca. And, um, I just, like I said, I literally, I was so naive, man. Like I had no clue. Uh, I just thought of these, I just thought all these, uh, bodybuilders were, you know, just drinking protein shakes, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> i I, I had no clue what like supplements or any of that stuff was. Um, and then my uncle invited me, there was like a, a gym event because one of the athletes had passed and, um. So I went there and he introduced me to the owner. And uh I they, you know, my uncle was like gassing me up, He's like, Oh, it's my nephew, you lost all this weight. Oh, cool, whatever, whatever you ain't shaking, <laughs> you don't know, even you know. But um, it's like, okay, you know, oh, you should try some of our, our products. And I was like, Okay, so you know, I just started with like pre-workout, protein, and they have an ambassador program, uh, which obviously you get a a, a code and a link and then you promote it, you use the code and you you work your way up and um I've been promoting it since early 2019 and they have different tier levels. So once you, uh, they start ass backwards. So like tier five and you work your way up to tier one. So once you hit tier two, it's, uh, 250 sales. And then you, they literally hand select, um, you know, who's going to be promoted. They usually select like one, two, two, or like two to four, excuse me, like two to four athletes. It seems like it's going up. It was like two athletes. It was three and then it was four this last year. Um, but it's like hand selected. Um, obviously, having a story helps, having a personality definitely helps. Um, huge. Um, knowing your product definitely helps. But I'm just like blessed, man. Like, I when the pandemic hit, I got furloughed from my job, and I just I'm the type like gym's closed, cool. I got a bike, started riding my bike. Um started doing like home workouts in my driveway. Um, but I was able to get a job at red at the headquarters at the warehouse because they were deemed an essential business because they sell food. You know, I sell protein bars, protein shakes. So they kept the ball rolling. And you know, most people were still working out from homes so that I still needed those things. So I literally worked for the company in the warehouse, promoted the product, and yeah, uh like a year and a half, two years ago now. Um I think a year and a half ago, uh, they made their selections and I was one of them. Nice. And now it's just, it's like a blessing, bro. Like I, uh, I have a key to the gym. I'm there an hour before everybody, just because it's coming handy more than that. Cause you got some of these young kids that they hire and sometimes they sleep in, they don't want to be there at five. So it's like, well, this animal's there. Cause he has, he has problems. He doesn't sleep. So we don't have to worry about it. He's there at the gym. So I got a key to the gym um yeah i'm a sponsored athlete by them i actually met my buddy who's visiting now at the nashville grand opening so that's like another that was like a cool opportunity when they grand opened that um you know they flew all of us out there so opportunities man it's crazy like grateful for everything man it's just it's just wild like if i didn't step on that palace scale yeah. So what was it? I, I
3: I I was doing something when you were talking about the pallet. But so it was, yeah. was, was at your previous job.
1: Um, it was a delivery that I had to a like a warehouse.
3: So they have to weigh
0: the pallets before they put them on the truck. Yeah, to make sure the truck's yeah. not so overweight
1: was, or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I was just yeah, I was just making like a, a bulk or uh, I deliver like lighting or for lighting showrooms so I deliver. Uh, if I had to say like this, I still know the particular place I'd still go there, but it's probably just like a bulk order for some fluorescent tube lights that I I delivered. And I was waiting for somebody to come, you know, receive the order. And I was like,
2: Hmm.
1: And I stepped on and I was like, Hmm. So,
3: and you said like you had weight issues even as a child, correct? So what, yeah. What age do you remember? Like being different than everybody else?
1: I mean, I, you could look at pictures ever since I was elementary, like even younger. Like I was just, I'm a, I have one brother and uh, he's about three years older than me, but I was always the bigger, younger brother. Like it used to always be hand me ups. You know what I mean? Like clothes, clothes were uh, getting too small on me. I would give them to my older brother. Um, And uh, I was just always the bigger kid in sports. I'm not sure if it's still like the same, but you know, when you, when you play those, bulk orders for uniforms. It's usually like the higher number is the bigger Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was always like, I remember I was always like number 15, number 20, cause I'd always get that bigger Jersey. Um, and just even damn, like high school, freshman year football, I was 15 or 16 and I was 300 pounds. So it just, it was always there. My, my lack of activity, uh, just, Love, love for food and lack of activity. Like, I would, I could tell you, just weekends, weekdays after school was always, special, about weekends, it was just always, I had a mini-fridge in my room, I had a full-size sofa, um, I would just be locked in playing Call of Duty World at War, Halo 3, just all the time. So,
3: did you, you, know? you have any type of social life at all?
1: Yeah, I had friends on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but, um, uh, no, I mean, I was fairly active. I don't want to say it was, like, inactive. Like, we had a basketball hoop out front of the house, and we'd always play, like, pickup games, and um, but it just, it would, the consumption of food would literally outweigh it. Um, and I was always kind of the the three-point shooter. I would always just sit at the line. Mm-hmm. Feed me a rock, let me shoot it. Uh, I was always, like, all-time quarterback playing football. Um, it even got to, or I will not say got to a point, but, like, growing up, all my friends you could tell like in, you know, seventies, eighties, but you know, in the nineties, when I was growing up, you knew where all the kids were at because all the bicycles were out front. Yeah. And I had, a, I had a three wheel, uh, grandma bike with a basket because I, Fuck. when there was, <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, hey, when, <laughs> when, when, when there was uh when there was bike safety week in school, um, I kind of just gave up because like, I was just always so top heavy. And I just, I mean, I was well-rounded literally, but I just, didn't have balance to ride a bike and i was like, yeah fuck this shit like i give up um so eventually you know my mom didn't want to like count me out so instead of like keep pushing me because i was just done with it i was like all right fuck this i'm done just got a three-wheel bike and um so that's how you could tell where i was at but i was i was active but again like i was still most of my time on the weekend was sitting on a sofa playing xbox for hours and just like i said mountain dew was stocked in the uh in the mini fridge, I had Oreos, peanut butter. Um, so,
0: man, you were living life just like me, dude. Seriously, like yeah. that's, I mean,
1: <clears throat> living. I, I was friends, living. like
0: you said, I had friends too and stuff like that. But like you know, like during high school and stuff like that, like we would just play video games. Even though yeah. elementary school and stuff too, you know, like that's all we did. But like, you know, I was bigger. I was the biggest kid probably all the all all the time. But like, mm-hmm. it just yeah. I mean, I remember playing nothing but video games on the weekends and just eating like everything I could.
3: So what kind of emotional toll would you say that your weight put on you?
2: Um,
1: I just wasn't able to live, man. Just like, that's one thing that I still, I, I I look back on and just trying to figure out why I went to food, but just, it takes a toll on like, not being able to do certain things like it being a struggle to tie your shoes uh all jokes aside, it being a struggle to wipe your ass like just to be hygienic to find clothes that fit you um i mean hell i had i have uh wedding pictures that i post here and there of uh just months month before i hit that scale and, and it said 480 where i was visibly bigger and it was uh, uh, one of my best friends' wedding, and I was supposed to be a groomsman. But first of all, getting, you know, the matching tux that, like, they had picked out wasn't going to be a thing, wasn't going to be a possibility, uh, nonetheless, finding the tux. And then it was on a a little, a nice boathouse, but, like, a nice little house that's, like, on a dock on a lake, um, and they flew in on, like, a seaplane, and then all the groomsmen Came in on like a little boat, not gonna happen. Um, so I literally had to turn on my best friend. And Damn. yeah, I mean, like looking back at that, I was like, I mean, looking at the pictures, like, fuck, I was huge, but it's like, why didn't you wake up sooner, dumbass? Like, literally, literally, like that. I, you know, I should have been up there, but was just, dating hard
3: know. for you when you were a teenager?
1: Um, so. That's a whole nother bag of beans. But, um, so I was, I was actually married. Um, I was married early on. Like I, I got into a relationship like early sophomore year, late freshman year. And, um, you know, it was comfortable. It was kind of like you thought, you know, young love and all this stuff like, Oh shit, you know, she accepted me for who I am. Um, and then yeah, I was like comfort. It's not like you're married and you start like losing weight. And you're like, Oh, looking for better. It's like, Oh yeah, I lost weight. I'm I'm the shit now. Um, but it was kind of comfortable. Like she accepted me for what I was or how big I was. Um, uh, maybe she was in, enabling the food choices for me, but I literally, I mean, looking back, I, I had my list isn't that long. Like I dated a girl for six months, freshman year, and then moved on to this one. And then she became a high school sweetheart, got married. Um, and then without going into detail, you know, she, uh, she was double dipping, um, mm-hmm. after, yeah, I mean, after the weight loss had done, um, and it was just like rough, but it was kind of like, a am a very hard individual to like piss off like you could, or anything like, unless you're like physically harming my family or doing something just clean my hands like we you know we yeah we were married but we didn't have any property we didn't have any kids so i found and saw what i needed to see and i was kind of like okay it's like listen no need to no need to explain yourself no need to like fight back i was like just please you know just pack up and go uh go to that sky uh
3: so she was doing this when you were losing weight or before you lost weight
1: wow yeah wow i had already and then like i found out once i had uh lost it so, you know, it was happening uh while, you know, during the journey. And like I'd always see I'd always see like little signs from this guy like popping up like weird comments on like her posts on like social media, uh like text messages. And uh it was actually coincidentally, I didn't find out till after the fact, but there was like one point while I was early on in my journey, uh, that I had went to Planet Fitness and I came out and my I had a flat tire. And I come in to find out like years later, once I found out everything, I found out that it was him. It's like, Damn. Cool. I was like, cool dog. But again, like I'm hard to, I'm hard to frazzle. Like I wish you well. That's it. Um, so then, you know, yeah. Dating after that, it was kind of, I stepped into, this is uh, a few years back now. Um, I stepped right into another relationship and, uh, it, it, it's fucking. I wouldn't say it's hard because you you want somebody, you want that ride or die. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants that ride or die. So like that shit already ended, and then you kind of look at it now. Like I have zero ego, but it's like I look good now. Like I lost the weight now, but I kind of wish I had somebody who had me when I was at my bottom. Because what if this new person that I'm dating, this is all I see now. Like would they have still? You know what I mean? Would they have still been there? wiping my ass when i couldn't wipe my ass and doing all that stuff um but man i was gonna tell you like the girl i'm with now we're coming up on two years and she is fucking real like she calls me out of my shit she uh she's one who really has me digging deep into why i uh have how why i got to that place um she even like challenges me uh as far as you know like how important necessary like my training and my gym is because no, it's a lifestyle, but like, I'm not trying to be Jay Cutler. I'm not trying to be one of these big, like Nick Walker or any of these big bodybuilders. Like, no, nah, man, I'm just a regular dude who lost a shit ton of weight. Like, end of the day, I, I'm i finding balance with food. Um, so she just challenges me on that. Like, just be real. Like, why do you do certain things? And I, again, like, going on to the relationship and the marriage thing, like, I'm not against it. But I don't have any importance on it. Like, I just want a real one. I want a ride or die. I want somebody who's metaphorically going to be there thick of thing, even though I don't plan on being thick of that. Um.
3: So, basically, you're so,
1: like they say you're looking yeah. for like a best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, she's that. And like I said, she she challenges the fucking. She keeps the fucking real, man. She she keeps it real. Um. And so I think, yeah, that, that'd be the hardest part would be not that it was like hard for me, but. For an individual who maybe was single, who you know was heavier and lost all this weight, you go into it with a fucking with a hot ego, like yeah, I'm looking good, I'm the shit now. But for me, it was quite the opposite. Like, okay, I lost the weight, but I kind of wish I was still fat because I want to find a real one. You know what I mean? As long as- I saw. I want
3: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: But, no, no. I was gonna say like, yeah, I just want a girl who who sees past or sees through.
3: the the facade like so I saw this one guy say it's not you should have an ego but you need to Mm -hmm. learn how to control it or work yeah you know like have something that justifies your ego Mm -hmm. like just having an ego to have an ego is ridiculous but have an ego for something you actually work for and like you put in the work to get to where you're at today so you Mm -hmm. should have some type of like bravado or confidence or you know yeah be proud just, of like, your accomplishment.
1: Yeah. Like for me, I just don't want to be, like I said, I will probably always have a regular job, um, weight loss or, you know what I mean? Just like gym, finding health and all that is just like a passion for me. Mm-hmm. So I do like, co- I do coaching on the side, but I don't like openly promote it. Cause like I have my phone, I don't even have a computer. Like I don't have these systems. Like I'm old school notepad, personal calls, checking in with them um but yeah like again it's cool like you said it's cool to have the ego it's cool to know who the fuck you are and that you could do shit but just for what like i i don't i don't throw shade and i like i i stayed my own shit like a lot of times it's funny like i was listening to your uh which one that i uh i shared the other day that you guys had um uh, Coates. yeah coach Coates, he's a fucking i was i was listening to that scene, he was going to give like weight loss tips and all. that like he was just talking about like social media and like building your brand, like cloud choice. and like, that's my fucking guy. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah he's cool. Shams, which, man.
1: He, which he actually, I messaged him after. Cause one of the things that he was talking about, I was, a, I, I'm sure he was like, not throwing my name or not throwing because I'm sure it happens to all the time. But I literally, I copied and pasted one of, one of his uh, little quotes. Cause I thought, you know, a lot of them are pretty generic, but he like literally wrote that out. Those were his words. And I like reposted his mind. And somebody called me out, but I like, was like, oh shit. I was like, yo, I was like, I'm going to fucking delete it, whatever. And I I even like reposted a story saying, I literally, I screenshotted his and then mine. I, was like, I literally, I did it. I took word for word, you know, it's wrong. I fucked up. It just hit me like it was my like, I was thinking the same as everything. Like, yo, it's fucking real. Um, But yeah, like as far as like the humble and all that shit, like, bro, like there's so many things I see on my social media. I'm like, you're still fucking you're still uh alex alex smith you know what i mean who is who uh is a is a mechanic at this shop over here like you ain't shit like you're right. it's cool no it's cool to know who the fuck you are like on my on my uh on my bio it says redcon sponsored athlete it says like uh i think I it's very like powered by oreos yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> but like dude when i i just got my own place like my trophies on all my awards my bodybuilding competitions those are at my box like they don't need to be here. Like the people who knew I did it, knew I did it. Like, I don't need to have all like accolades. Like I know what the fuck I'm capable of. Like when I go into a gym, like my coach is very, he writes out my programming and uh, it's funny. He, uh, like I said, I get to the gym a little bit earlier and whenever he gives me a program and he comes in, I don't say shit. He's just like, did you get it done? I'm like, (laughs) like, it's like a 400, uh, I think like my top one was like 425 for eight. He's like, well, I was like, Damn. like you don't have to, like, I don't know. I just see so many things. And it's like, it's cool to have an ego. and know, Like I said, know who the fuck you are, but it's for what? Like, uh, <laughs> you're not the rock. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like calm the fuck down. But, but I always you know.
3: tell people, I think, like, even to do, like, like, if you're putting content out there or, you know, doing a podcast or being an influencer or whatever – I think it does take a little bit of ego to put yourself to be vulnerable Yeah. because there are a lot of people out there that aren't doing what you're doing or, you know, what we're doing. And yeah. they'll be quick to boo or, you know, judge okay. from the sidelines, but they Hable have Hammans. never started in the first place.
2: Yeah. So yeah, like, I, mean, I think
3: it's just like what they say. It's like uh, it's like a Jordan Peterson quote. He talks about like. Every man should uh, not be calm, but Mm -hmm. learn how to control your your rage or whatever, something to that effect. And I think that's just kind of like like with ego.
1: Yeah, I was like I think I think it's like you need to be uh, oh something like being a monster, right?
3: Yes, 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 yes. That's it.
1: You need to you need you don't need to play small. You need to be a monster. Like oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I said, if if there's like I said, if if it comes to a point where you like physically harm my family or shit like that, boom, it's a wrap. But yeah. again, like I'm real, I'm real quiet. Like if I'm going into, you know, a bodybuilding show or stuff, like I'll I'll will I'll announce that I'm doing it once and I just full full focus on that. Um again, uh, it just comes to like a celebrity aspect. Um about like the ego thing. It's like calm down. Like when people meet me, I love I it's it's kind of weird because like once you start like growing up a brand or a following or whatever. It's just people know him as Poro because it's cool. Cause that's mine—that's that's my last name. But yeah. you know, if, if, if somebody ever, like I said, if if I, if my Instagram was like, I remember at one point he kind of disappeared went ghost, but there was a guy who I used to look up to possible Pat. And, uh, I was like, at one point I switched my name to possible Pat or possible Poro. And it's like, thinking about it now is like, if somebody came up to me in the streets, it's like you're possible Poro. be like. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like I'm I'm Alex Poro or, you know like I said it's growing up in high school I played football so it was like Poro you know what I mean you go by your last name hey Smith or dollars, come here whatever so it's cool so I don't know man it, just, it goes both ways like, like you said like you need to be able to control it you need to be a fucking monster don't yeah. play it small
3: yeah I think it's uh it just I guess is how you define what ego is because like mm-hmm. my definition of it if you're going to be like like verbose or all this other shit like or just like a dick you can be don't be an asshole like that's what a lot of people do especially like people that get to a certain level because they think they're they're better than anybody else like no you piss and shit just like everybody else man we're all gonna die
1: i mean you look at like for example you look at like jake paul uh you look at uh uh, mcgregor and then you look at like um mayweather Mm -hmm. you know mayweather talks that talk um, even though some of his ones have been questionable, but he backs it up. Mm-hmm. Jake J- Paul is doing pretty good, has done pretty well for himself so far. Um, McGregor guy shit rocked a couple times. But he's cool. He backs it off. You know what I mean? He talks to shit and if he, get, he gets fucked up back to the lab, you know what I mean? He doesn't bitch and they're like, oh, well I should have had him it was those bullshits. Like, okay, I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to live that fucking hype up. And you know, cause I'm a bad motherfucker. And if I get my shit rock, cool. Is what it is. On back to the lab, back
2: to
0: training. Um I, did y'all see that Michael Bisbing has sent something out to one of the Paul brothers?
1: You said not
3: Jake.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Jake. That, yeah. Th- yeah, he was like, they he kept on he said something about, you know, he's wants to fight somebody else now. And then Michael Bisbing was like, Well, you haven't fought anybody really, man. You fought a Tyron Woodley in his forties. You fought a guy that didn't fight for like five years or well, something. He's never
3: fought a boxer.
0: You're right. Or somebody in his yeah, prime. He- or the prime, yeah, right? Played, and he, he was like, "I'll fight an actual he,
1: contender." Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's,
0: he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, "I'll fight you."
3: You just named the. He play. has one eye, man. That's what I'm saying. But he said, he's not, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a huge disadvantage when you're boxing. Right, you're but, he, but he's he like threw the like challenge J-Col. out there though. But I mean, you yeah, don't think it he
1: yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not, kind of like it's kind of like Thor versus Eddie Hall. If we all need Thor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has like six or seven inches on him, dude. How is that even fair? It was, the Wingspan.
0: Yeah, it was so comical watching that because I was like, dude, I didn't realize how short Eddie Hall was. Like, you know, compared to Thor.
3: And another yeah. thing is Michael Bismean's not a boxer. He's an MMA guy. Yeah. Like, stop fighting MMA guys. Fight actual boxers. Like, fight uh Tommy Fury. Mm. You know? Fight somebody like that. Or fight uh Deontay, not
1: Deontay Ward. uh, uh I mean shit. You saw uh you saw, Mike T- you saw Mike Tyson. They the <laughs> <laughs> fight Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, talk shit. Andre
2: Ward.
0: Dude, do you, you see the video of Tyson beating the guy up on the plane? Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so, dude, like, so when he landed, <laughs> he was partying with Ric Flair and uh, what's the uh, Rick Ross at, ele- uh, Sorry, Rick Ross so was, was at, in Miami? Yeah, at Club 11 over yeah. there in Miami. Uh, he was smoking with him on stage and stuff, and they're like, when a regular person gets in a fight, they go to jail on a plane. I mean, that's not his first yeah. rodeo.
3: I mean, yeah. he's beat up people in malls like, and shit like that. Like, when boy.
0: Mike Tyson gets in a fight on a plane, he goes parties with celebrities, you know, because he's a celebrity. Yeah.
3: Like... Yeah. He's uh, a cage animal, man. I
0: man. mean, I didn't watch the full video, but, like, dude, like... At
1: least I was. At least it was, like, close quarters, so there was really no... <laughs> there was no room Thanks. to swing. It was kind of just... It was, like, like jabs and things like...
0: Yeah, it's just like, you know, now what's going to happen? Like, they're saying, like, you know, Tyson probably have to pay pay the guy off to get away so he doesn't press charges or press charges or whatever. But, like, yeah. the dude it just looks like a bitch because not only did he talk shit to Tyson, Tyson got the fuck up and backed his quote up and said, and knocked the guy out, like, you know, beat the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Because isn't it Tyson that said social media has a train a generation of people to talk shit without any wicked rip- rip- oh, yeah. questions or something
3: like that. Yeah. I know he yeah. has a quote about everybody has a plan until so they get punched in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about the social media. I always think about that. Yeah. Like, you'll see a thing like Tom Hardy said this, blah, blah, blah said this. Like, Who
1: actually they really said say yeah. that, <laughs> you nah, know? No. Nah. It just looks better on a
2: graphic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, oh, man. So, what's next to your, your page? Because it's uh, blowing
1: up. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like I, I've actually just been like, cool. And I just like really just doing my daily stories. Um, Not that I ever like planned, um, you know, like post, but obviously like in the, in like the weight loss thing, you have, you know, motivation month, like there's just certain days, like motivation Monday transformation, Tuesday uh, weight loss for wisdom, Wednesday throwback. Like there's just like certain formats and I kind of just like laid low with it. Um, I just like do stories um, and this goes to like people who are like trying to, I get asked sometimes, like, Oh, how do you grow phones? Like, uh, you're asking the wrong dude. Like I'm just posting the same shit all the time. I have been posting the same shit for years. And like, I know, uh, with like reels, I kind of just like put out good, strong messages instead of, you know, like trending songs, um, with just the transformation. Cause like I said, like five years in, I'm kind of at the point where I, that's him. <laughs> so i just showed like,
0: i just showed Lanier. my bad man uh yeah no, you know your how to transformation you know you're like little yeah, tutorial
1: yeah,
0: yeah. i just yeah, showed I'm him this picture me. and he goes that's
1: him i'm like yeah, yeah. jesus well, christ got, man congratulations I got, the, uh, go. I got the i got the, the skin that I, I wear with let it. me see that picture again
0: god yeah. bless he's got nine <laughs> pictures on there if you if that, i think that's the right yeah, post it's, he made uh, yeah it's, it's nine four. yeah it's the slides and like, do you don't you know, even look so- like the same fucking Uh-oh. person, man. Usually, like your face stays the same looking, kind of, you know. But like, you're yours, you look two look completely completely different people.
3: You got the I little goatee going, you know.
1: I switch, I switched the hair.
3: Yeah, I actually like the post. I didn't even realize it was you when I liked the post because I I run the link up page. Yeah. Oh my fucking
1: god, man! Yeah, it was big, dude. That's impressive, man. 290
0: pounds, right? Total.
1: Um, yeah, so like a at, at, at competition like that last competition when I lost when I got down to 190, you know, what I mean, that was yeah. technically 290. And like, I was talking to my coach at the time, I was like, What if I could say, you know, I lost 300 pounds, but I was and it was kind of like, I don't want to, like I said, like I was pretty wrecked from that, and I was like, I don't want to do that just for the sake of a title, like, Oh, I lost 300 pounds, like, nah, fuck that. I'm good. But you know, I'm at the point now. Like, like I said, coming up on five years. Like the page is there, the posts are there, the message is there. But realistically, in like life, like I don't always want to be known as the guy who lost all this weight. You know what I mean? Like I had to do that for myself to lose weight. Right. I, I had to to save my life to be able to do certain things to live better, happier, healthier, and all that. Um, so it's just comes to the point where it's like, you know, I want to just start like the next show that i do next bodybuilding show that i do um because it's like a blessing and opportunity from redcon is like whenever i compete it's paid for like they reimburse me so Holy that's why shit. i did vegas like that's the united in. in florida that's why i picked a show in vegas um so you know they reimburse you so but like the next time or times that i do show like i'm done with the the transformation like i'm just in my head i'm just as good as regular dudes without loose skin, you know? know? So I just want to go up there and, you know, be normal. Like going to the beach at times, going to the pools, like people see you like, wow, you must have lost all the weights. Here comes that conversation again. Well I saw that you
3: I saw a while back you had posted a story Mm -hmm. about some guy that was like trolling you.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm like you saw my responses. Like I'm just very he was like, Oh, you're yeah, because it was like I had a I had the angle. I was like sitting in my car. I know you guys aren't recording today, but it was like right here. So he was like, he's like, Oh, you're getting fat again. It's like thanks. I was like damn. He's like, Oh he's he's like, Oh, you used to be he's like, You used to be super inspired. I was like, dude, was like are you just are you just tuning in today to see like a story where it's close to my face and it looks a little plump? I was like, bro, I was like, ain't shit changed. Like I'm going to the gym every morning yeah i put on a little weight because i mean still like my goal weight was 225 i'm like 219 right now a lot different like 225 initially then was kind of skinny fat you know what i mean yeah. i put on a shit ton of muscle since then so i'm like below my my goal weight but i'm fat i was like okay i was like yeah i was like i'm eating fucking 3500 calories i'm strong you know i'm feeling strong as shit um and super motivated I was like dude i'm I'm doing this for me first off, but I haven't fell off. Like I'm at the gym. I'm posting it every morning and then I'm at the gym while you're still sleeping, typing on your on your phone. Yeah, like but who thank you. I was <laughs> Who
3: goes to somebody's page just to talk shit? Like and and say something that might send somebody in a spiral, possibly. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just a dick move.
1: And I didn't even want to like fit. Usually I don't. And like I really didn't feed into him. Like I posted exactly what I said. And I was very, yeah. I was like, okay, you know, I like I apologize, but blah, blah, blah. I'm still doing this, still doing that. But I apologize, I feel that way, yada, yada. And I, from then, until I don't block people, but fuck it. But I literally hid my stories from him and then shared it, but hid his name because I don't need people going and attacking him. Yeah. But I just wanted to show the mass, the masses, like, yo. You deal with this shit sometimes, you know what I mean? But, again, like, show, like, kill him with kindness. Like, Yeah, you were sir. very polite thank with you. it. Yeah, thank you.
0: Maybe thank the you? guy that know. did it was just trying to get a reaction out of you because that's what he gets off on or something. Like, oh, I'm fixing to go argue with this guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, fuck you, dude. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to, thanks, man. Yeah, you know. even
3: if you had came from a place of love, there's a better way of saying it than the way that guy yeah. approached it.
1: And then, like, I ended it with like I, I just sent the pit. I was in my bathroom, and I I was like beginning of the week, so I was, I was kind of cut down a little bit, um, but I was just sent them a picture of, like me in the in the mirror with the thumbs up, and like the ads were showing a little bit. I was like, "Good morning," or I, I was like, "Have a good night." I don't remember it was night night or morning. It's like still fat.
3: Yeah, it's just so yeah. fucking ridiculous how some people are. And, and I guess it's kind of like the they talk about how like the whole Chris Rock, uh, Will Smith thing, like people, <laughs> I don't agree with what Will Smith did. But they're talking about how like social media has kind of taught people that they can get away with just saying what they want to because you're not a real person. You're just an avatar to them pretty much.
1: Yeah. And it's like you said, it could be it could be children. But like I said, there are plenty of people and I don't throw names and I definitely don't. Like I fucking feel bad for them. Like again, I've never, I've had the blessing that I've never had a huge regain, but man, there's people like shit happens. Like I, I'm blessed that I still have my parents. I still have, well, my dad's dad died when he was young, but I still have my grandparents. I've never had like an immediate loss. I Like I said, I've never had a surgery, broken bone. i never had anything crazy besides my divorce, which again, that was, I needed that. Thank God that was fucking, <laughs> but, um, little things like that. And like, you come after somebody who lost weight and you said like, Oh, you're, you're getting fat again. Like, bro, that could set people off. Yeah. Like that could set people off to the grocery store. Um, so definitely like you said, like social media is in general. Like all they see is, a, is a, uh, like an avatar or just a, a username. Mm-hmm. And they don't look at, they don't look at the repercussions. Say, all right. Thank you. Bro. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm going to go deadlift. You want to come with me?
3: Yeah. I wonder how so, these people would feel like if somebody, dox them or you know somebody came to their job and like shit on them for what they're doing they probably they wouldn't like that so like why you're gonna do it to somebody you don't know or you know it's just uh I don't know kindness is is something that's lacking in a lot of people especially like in the online community like I said there's a lot of good people online but generally we generally focus on the negative you know that people say
1: and it could be dangerous too like I uh I couldn't tell you what trip I was on, but I, I went somewhere and I flew back. And this is when I was still living at my mom's and I got home and there was two packages, two separate packages. Somebody sent me, cause like I said, I'm a big Oreo guy. Somebody sent me Oreo cake Cause I had make a, made a story saying I couldn't find them anywhere. And then somebody sent me some different, like limited, uh, they were the white fudge Christmas, like Oreos, two separate people sent me. And I was I don't put my address out there. Mm. So the internet could be fucking weird, man.
2: Like I never,
1: I'm, I'm smart. Like I don't walk around showing like my house number street names or anything. It was like somebody looked up like IP addresses or something. And like, (laughs) Jesus weirdos, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like sent Oreos to my mom's house.
3: I'm sure they're trying to be sweet, but it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. For
1: sure. Somebody's. I've had somebody send a book before and like, there's been like scares and like conversations that I have with my girlfriend. Like I said, we've almost been together two years. And like a lot of times if we go out, I ain't shit dog. Like, but if we go out in public, she doesn't want me posting until like we're gone. Mm, Cause yeah. like, we, we went to Universal in Orlando once, and, like two random people, like, Oh, are you poor? Old? What's up? Poor it's like, Oh god, my fucking boyfriend is a celebrity. Shut the fuck up! But it, but oh, she true, likes man. it. Like, she
0: likes it. She's yeah. like, oh, look at my, look at my man.
1: But it's true. It's like, no, the internet can be fucking scary. Because, like, yeah, there's people who have good intentions. There's people with bad intentions. Like, like I said, all the way back in the past, when uh, homie that was, you know, double dipping a nugget, uh, gave me a flat tire. Like, he knew I was at the gym. Yeah. He knew my he knew my routine, and you know when I was doing. When I was doing um CrossFit for a couple of years, like it's an open garage and I used to, the little spot that I used to work out in my, my back was turned to the garage door and like I posted every morning I was there 5am working out. So if anybody didn't want me walk up behind me, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, it could be, it ain't be fucking weird, man. Definitely can good and bad. Wow.
3: Yeah. That's, I didn't think that story was going there when you said the packets. I like, don't well, oh, know
1: somebody sent you yeah,
3: something about, good I mean, and then you're like, I didn't give him my address. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's fucking nuts, yeah. man. Like, yeah, that's weird.
0: That's like you said earlier about the internet. It's a great thing. And it's a bad thing. That's one of the bad things, yeah. right? Looking up, you yeah. can find, I mean, what did they search? Poro 92 yeah, address, maybe or maybe Google,
1: enough. or I mean, I think they could like look at your account and then check, uh, I don't even know, mm-hmm. check out like an IP address and see whether that's,
0: so, Tony, you would know about this. If you get an IP address of somebody, like, how, how do you get their address?
1: I don't know. Oh.
3: Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could Google it. I mean, but don't give people ideas.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to get some Oreos sent you. You guys are going to get some more Modelo sent over there. Oh, yeah. God.
0: King of beers.
1: Love it. Yeah.
0: So when you said you ate 300, do you eat 3,500 calories a day? Um, yeah, what, so, what, what is your typical meals for you? Like on any day, like today, what are your meals today?
1: Um, so I, it, it kind of works out cause like I've always strived with like consistency and repetition. Um, so, I mean, it hasn't been as focused. Um, like I kind of like, again, just ate like the same type of things forever. Mm-hmm. But, um, since losing all the weight, since doing four competitions and, essentially wrecking my metabolism to the point where like after those shows i would have a burger or something and i would gain weight i would gain exponential weight and it wouldn't fall off like i had did damage to you know like my hormones and my metabolism so i've been working with a coach since uh i want to say like after the show was like august and i kind of took some time off just to live life uh eat you know sustainably and stuff and uh I've just been reverse dieting to fix my metabolism. So my coach now um, picked me up after we did my blood work just to see, like, how I could process carbs or certain foods, allergies, all that stuff. Um, But now I'm pretty much eating the same thing every day, which is I do, you know, a three-scooper protein shake after my workout. And then I have six whole eggs, two packs of oatmeal. I can tell you to a T. Um, and then jasmine rice with sirloin steak, uh, blueberries with almonds. Another meal has uh, sirloin steak, rice, and green beans. And then for dinner is a big old piece of salmon with like a, a you know, asparagus and a, a salad of like the avocado oil ranch. So it's just like real foods. Yeah. Something that I've always had success with, like you said earlier, shopping on the outside and cooking yeah. instead of getting those those processed box foods. So
3: what would you say about somebody that – eats like 800 calories a day and they walk for like an hour and they don't lift weights
1: um you're killing yourself toddlers need like toddlers need like a 1, thousand twelve hundred calories you're a grown-ass person
3: are you listening to him it's ah.
1: not
0: first off fuck you <laughs> I'm you're just cool saying. you're cool poor you're cool uh
3: he's no. living proof no i know i get it no i'm just saying I, it's not just 800 calories what did you tell us you were doing when you lost all your fucking weight? And then you yo yo back this up. This podcast isn't no. about
0: me. It's about Bobby, our, guests. Yes, <laughs> Bobby,
3: it's our friend. I know it's you're listening to friend. somebody we're, that's been in your position before. Yeah.
2: And we're he's came out of the, he's a, came it. He's came out an of intervention. The,
3: yeah, he's came out of it. And he this is the thing, Poro, like he'll lose a shit ton of weight and then go back up again and go and then like you said, it's his metabolism's probably so fucked up by now. Like it doesn't know yeah. what to do when he starts implementing that bad food back in there again. Like it's it's, it's he like the way he can gain weight is insane.
2: Yeah, you right, know? So it's it, kind of it, like what you're I talking mean, about, like, like with
3: Gourmet. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: <clears throat>
1: it sticks. Yeah, it sticks. You eat something and it sticks. And you can't. You literally, you know, like you said, you, you can't shit it out. You can't do all this cardio. It's just like fuck. It's just your body's holding on to it. And yeah, I mean. There's there's so much. It could be a four hour podcast. There's so much like science to it. It's just y- when you're eating that little, your body's literally holding on to everything inside because yeah. you're not giving you're not giving it enough to function. Like again, like I don't, you know, you don't need to go into detail. If it was like eight hundred or twelve hundred, and like I said, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing in the beginning, and I was probably under eating like shit. You know what I mean? But then I've learned and I've corrected along the ways, and you, you just trial and error or you know hiring you could hire a certified you know nutritionist dietitian or just a lot of times um you know to an extent just based on opinions sometimes you you need somebody who just has that experience um but it's it's just a balance man like your body literally needs a certain amount of calories calories are it's just uh, a gauge of fuel it's just a uh you know, a way to calculate and gauge how much fuel that you're giving your body or not giving your body. Yeah, right, like, so like, like, I,
3: like driving your car on fumes yeah, and expecting yeah. to go from here to Nashville.
0: Not right. That makes sense. But no. So like when we went to, we, we went to Miami for my birthday um mm-hmm. in Fair January, you don't like it there.
1: <laughs> I mean that's just like where the tourists go. So it's, it's like me it's like like I've heard you guys talk about it's like me going there just to go to Nashville. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fucking Nashville. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nashville has the fun, you know, it's fun stuff to do in Nashville. We have fun shit to do in Memphis, okay?
1: Yeah. But that's um, where the, that's, that's where you go for like bachelor parties and bachelor. Parties. Yeah, <laughs> Nashville, <naturally, laughs> yeah. I remember I went yeah, when I went there for the gym, like my buddy uh lives outside and uh he like drove me through and you see all the the duck boats and
3: stuff. Uh, fuck. Yeah, the, all the woo girls.
0: Yeah. So we were um, sitting in Lord. a bar in Nashville on when we were there last weekend, and it's it's on Broadway. You can see the out the windows, obviously. And like, yeah. I swear, I didn't see the same bus scope through like on Broadway for a whole yeah. hour. We were there. It's just different buses over and over and over and over and over. I just packed yeah. out.
3: Well, let's not forget on topic what we were talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. So back in, we went Miami, to Miami, Miami in for my birthday on in January, and I was like at 205, 206, and mm-hmm. I waved myself today, baby boy, it wasn't good. I'm at fucking 236 in three months. I mean, wait,
1: that's, yeah. I mean, I,
3: but I'm back. Like months, yeah. I'm back,
0: baby. I'm back.
3: Now, tell him how do you feel about lifting weights? I'll do it. No, no, no. Let's be real. Always have. Always have. I don't like to. Always <laughs> <have>. <laughs> He's you so afraid him. of, like, people judging him.
0: Well, when I was lifting weights, they when I won that contest last year, um, because, you know, I lost all the weight, but I didn't lose a lot of muscle, remember? Yeah. That's how, I did, that's how I ended up winning, because the guy that came in second lost, like, 16 pounds of muscle, and so he lost 16 points.
1: Because you were starving yourself. He was probably really starving himself. <laughs> yeah. but But, but yeah. no, I mean, that's one thing that I can contribute, is, like, when you look at the word like weight loss transformation, it's like mm-hmm. I physically transformed my body from being a rotund ball of round fat to like, I put on quite a bit. Like I switch it up for muscle. Yeah. I have a shit ton of loose skin, but like my goal is never to be just like skinny. Like, yeah. You're
3: like you mentioned, star. you don't want to be skinny fat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I made a reel today. Like I never really make them, but I made a reel today about, um, It's was like my goal visually was always like, I'm, five, seven, five, eight on a good day. My goal was always like, I want to look like a, a running back or a linebacker, mm-hmm. just a short little stocky fucker. Like I, I picked a goal weight of 225 hit that. And like I said, I was like skinny fat. Um, but like, even from the beginning, even though my form looked like shit and I was working out a plan of fitness, like I got always, always hit the weights. Um, like I said, like the form, like I looked back at videos and like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> yeah. Like I thought I was doing a tricep workout, but I was completely like missing my tricep and I was doing back. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but you but like you learn these things. And yeah, I mean, like, even with, um, you know, with like, the, I'm not saying anything. But like, even like, you look at when you age and you, you get older, like, uh, especially like where I live, Delray Boca, you see a lot of elderly people is, you don't want to go and tell an old lady, oh, you should fucking hit the weights. But like, lifting weights increases bone density. So when these old people fall down, they're not going to break a fucking hip. Yeah. I mean, there's still a chance, but when you're walking around loaded with more weight, so even if like it's your mom or your grandma or whatever, and you tell them like, oh, you're going to go for your walk, like just getting those little ankle weights or wrist weights or just walking with dumbbells, just any added resistance, weight resistance to what you're doing is going to add just that much pressure for you to like build your muscles to get more dense and stronger. So you do, you know, yeah. avoid injury down the line. Um, so, I mean, it's cool. Like if you, if you're just trying to jump drop a number on a scale, but like cardio for me, just straight, like you said, you did it earlier, you know, younger and you're like, fuck that. It's not for me. There's just easier ways to do it. Like weightlifting, heavyweights and like CrossFit it doesn't have to be for everybody. You just got to find something to do. But like functionally, I think that anybody and everybody can and should lift weights.
3: So, what did you say you're doing on Monday? This is the fourth time you're going to tell us. Today. Is this
0: the fourth time? Are you keeping track? What are you fucking? What,
3: I mean, like I statistician. To, whenever time I listen to the podcast to upload them, I hear your bullshit
1: that you tell our <laughs> ah, our friends and guests. Ah, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to check in.
0: Yeah, for sure. Hold me accountable. Uh, Monday, I'm starting Ben's program. We, um, his Instagram. He's a personal trainer. And he's just a cool dude.
3: Ben Corliss.
0: Yeah. And um, he has a fitness app uh, program, and I signed up for it. So I wasted a month's worth of money for it already. And uh, now we're starting uh, on Monday. My buddy Mark's doing it with me. So, yeah, we're going to crush accountability. it. Yeah, we're going to crush it.
1: I like that word. Yeah.
0: I gotta, I gotta, you know, summertime, baby. I gotta get my summer bod, you know?
3: <laughs> it's, not even, it's, not even a, it's not even about a time of the year. just, no. Nah, yeah, just I know you're do right. Something. No. Cause yeah. like they always say, like, if you're tired of starting over, stop quitting.
1: Yep. Stop fucking quitting,
3: yeah. You know? And you gotta do it for yourself.
0: 100%. You're right.
1: Both Cause you I right always say,
3: say like, what's the point of having nice things in life if you're not here to enjoy them? You know, it's like when yeah. your aha moment when you got on that palette scale. Yeah, like I think we all have to have an aha moment about what's going to make us do something that we need to be doing. Like I would yeah. say, like yeah. say people, you get like fired from a job or something like that. Sometimes getting fired is probably the best thing that's going to happen to you because it, it's going to make I you push you in a direction I you shouldn't be going. More.
1: Like that shit, like break, like, break. Like I've seen, I've seen memes before. It was like comparing girls breaking up to like when guys break up yeah like when when uh when a guy's like heartbroken they fucking go in the gym and they just get fucking shredded and do all yeah. that shit girls they like cry and they need to go to like the limo- i mean it's just <laughs> obviously <laughs> it's obviously it's different for every individual like there's mm-hmm. still some guys will fucking go and do that and go cry on the guy's shoulder but it's like yeah like heartbreak or like job loss or losing a loved one anything you know what i mean just like for like me what happened when the uh pandemic hit like everybody handles shit differently like you get fired from a job you're gonna fucking sit there and cry you're gonna go fucking apply for another job yeah like, like i said i think you,
3: you got to use it as fuel man like mm-hmm. some people revert and some people move forward and i i'm the type of person like if something negative were to happen to me i'm not going to just sit in that moment i want to get yeah. out of that fucking moment and do something with it like, say somebody, like, does you wrong. To me, I want to use that,
1: like, fuck you, I'll show you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. I wish you the best, but I'm going to fucking kill shit.
3: Because you can't, if you can't just sit there and dwell on somebody. Because they're moved on past you. So, like, why yeah. would you sit there? I mean, like I said, we come alone and we die alone. It really is a you versus you mentality you got to have. hmm Because it's just like when you saw that number... Nobody was like, hey, go do this. You decide to go do that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, even if and like what people ask me, like, even if you go the weight loss surgery route, like you still have to fucking mentally decide that I'm going to fucking do this Mm -hmm. because I have plenty of friends who've had the surgery. Like, even though there's a way that you could just pay and have the surgery done, those people, I don't want to say I don't know stats. But oftentimes, people who just straight up pay for it out of pocket end up regaining because they don't, you know, make Mentally, that decision. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I have, I have a problem. I need to correct. Like, I, I, am already correcting. They it. just like, okay, well, this is gonna fix it. So, yeah, like I said, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Even if you have weight lossers, you still need to fucking commit. You still need to decide, like, yo, I need to fucking save my life. I need to fucking do the work.
3: Yeah, because like, what do you? How do you feel about people that say they lost weight? but they're not mentally there. Don't you think they're generally going to go backwards because they don't have that mental toughness or they're not mentally in the right spot?
1: Yeah. And like I said, like I don't wish anything upon anybody, but there's plenty of people who, like I said, they, they yo-yo diet because they don't accept, they don't accept that shit. And they, they stick to that deficit for so fucking long. Like I was in it for so long and they stick to, Um, You know, one thing that I needed to do for myself was, like, I never have been the type to do, like, uh, protein bars. I've never really done, like, meal replacement shakes. I've never, ever done, like, frozen, healthier alternatives. Like, I used to do Halo Top and uh, whatever all the healthier ice creams are. But I stayed away from that shit. Like, yo, if I want pizza, I'm going to make a decision. I'm not going to fucking consume a shit ton of food and throw that on top. Like, I'm just going to fit that into my day and then move on back on my shit tomorrow. Um, because I feel like if you, if you have those healthy alternatives, which are bullshit, like you look at those Lenny and Larry's cookies or, you know, like protein bars and they're pretty much the same shit as like a Snickers bar mm. or like a regular cookie. Um, but they just throw low carb on it. Cause it's a little lower carbs is a little higher protein, but still fucking same calories, still full of processed bullshit. So like if you have somebody who's just, been band-aiding a broken bone for so long and then like, oh I'm happy, I'm good. And it's like, well, you didn't really fucking learn anything. So yeah, guess what? Once you get thrown into say you you have to, I don't know, like you, you're assigned to like a rescue mission in some random country and those foods aren't there. Like you fucked. You know what I mean? So you definitely it's with anything, man, you just have to learn, accept and grow besides just avoiding. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think maybe a lot of people need to to focus more on their mental well being too. Like, there's always this move for physical, but I don't think enough people focus on mental,
1: like health. You got to be a strong. Yeah, yeah. That you got to be. It's like I'm saying. It's okay to like have emotions and have weakness. You know, weak highs, lows, whatever. You got to be a strong motherfucker up top you got to learn to take things for what it is and accept how you react instead of how you respond just in anything.
3: And I I bring this up a lot, but I think a lot of men, I I think maybe it's changing, but especially like for like my father's generation and like his, my grandfather, like men talking about stuff is considered weak. Yeah. And I think that's just stupid because we all go through shit And if you're never able to open up, you're going to bottle it up and you're going to go to a substance or go to a food or go to something that's going to be a destructive path instead of, you know, on a good path for you to try to get away from what's inside you. Because the brain's a funny thing, because it's like one of those things is supposed to be telling you're okay, but sometimes it tells you you're fucked up or you're not good enough. and And if you have no outlet to get that out, it's always going to be internal.
1: And then you'll look for external things. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna revert to how you used to handle it, which may not be the best way. Yeah,
3: that makes a lot of
0: sense because, yeah, because that's where I'm kind of like, I keep on doing the same, you know, like you just said, revert back and then go down and go back up and go down and go back up. Not this time, though, not this time.
3: I mean, you gotta bet on yourself. No, you're right, (sighs) because like I said, I'm not always gonna be here, Nick's not always gonna be here, Poro's not gonna always be here. So at the end of the day, you got to do it for you. Yeah. You know, because they always say, like, you want to have the sum of the five people you hang around with. I don't know your core group of friends, but I'm sure you did say you eliminated Mm. some people and you want people around you to do well. You know, because like they I got an article written about me because of what the doing the podcast and Mm. the question they asked me was. What do you see? What do you want out of life or something? And my response was, I want to see the people around me doing well because there's no point in me being up top or doing something good if I'm by myself. Yeah. You know, you want all your friends to and family to be taken care of. And if you have a friend that seems to be lacking, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I I, I just, you just, you want to shake them and be like, come on, get it together, get it together. But they got to want to do it themselves too.
1: Like, there's a, uh, like I said, like my, my girlfriend's a fucking real one. She challenges me. Uh, she's definitely one of those, uh, like mental, you know, mental health is important type. And uh, uh, she actually posted a story the other day. She's kind of like a ghost. Like, her, her thing's private. And it's funny, like, yeah, I'm like the weight loss influencer. Um, <laughs> and like, people, whenever I repost her, I post, like, people trying to follow her, and she's like, Decline, decline she doesn't even decline. Just like, <laughs> she she just like leaves it because like she has her family and her like work friends and friends like yeah nothing is weight loss on her shit but uh she posted a story the other day like she's really big on like mental health and um like when i started dating her like three months in her her father passed away so that took a fucking huge toll on her and i was there for that and uh you know she hates that like i've only known her like i was only three months into her and then like her life changed. She's like, mm-hmm. I she's she was like, well, I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad, but I'm glad that I was there for it. I'm glad I've got to see all the growth. And she's like so huge on that mental health and like, uh, and like the growth and everything. You kind of just touched on like, she shared a story that day, like, you know, when you say wishing well for other people, she's like this last year, it was like a graphic. said, this last year, I learned to start removing chairs from my table. Mm. Like I'm like, I'm the same fucking type of way. Like I said, I'm hard to hurt i my saying is like stay hungry hungry um motherfucker i got a big table there's plenty of food you know what i mean but bring your own chair and if i find you you know taking food from my table you know what i mean like i I don't know how to like word it but like if you're if you're just coming into the party to take a to-go box and then yeah like you got what you you got what you need out of me thanks i'm out like okay that's it. The door's closed. You know what I mean? Thanks for coming. I wish I don't wish you well. Yeah, or I, I wish you well, but you know what I mean? It's just like, you can't do everything like, yeah. Like people come and go. Um, everything happens for a reason. If there's just memory. There's opportunity. Um, everybody holds like a certain value or they brought something into your life, but yeah, like, you know, what I mean? you can't do the work. Like if, if there's any drama or beef or any other shit, it's like, I wish you well. Like, you're cool. You're cool, dog. Like it, it's fine.
2: Yeah, um, it's like you said. You're not
1: gonna do. You're not gonna do any any like mental harm to me. Yeah, you got what you needed. That's it.
3: Yeah, it's like you said. Like it's it's like that saying. Some people come into your life for a season. Some people come into your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, it's like a revolving door with some people. But it's also the thing where you can't always have somebody fill from your cup, and at the end of the day, you
1: have nothing in your own cup.
2: Yeah, Because so many people can just want to just
1: drain you. I feel like my shit is always empty, but I continue to fucking pour. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm learning is like she always tells me, she's like, you do so fucking much. I was like, babe, I do what I can because I know I can do it. I would never like overextend to the point where like we've got a couple, you know, we've had, I don't want to say arguments, but it's like. I'm regimented. Like I go to bed at like 830 8, because I'm up at 330, going to the gym at four. Like I need my sleep because I'm fucking constantly moving. Like it's the one time where I could slow the fuck down. But like I do a lot of shit. Like I had some local girl who's a follower, like ask me about redcom products. So guess what? Instead of just sending her a link, I she wanted to try some things. I went to the headquarters. I got her some samples. I'm super busy. So I was like, hey, I was like, like again, you're local. I like I could leave it at my job and you can come pick it up.
2: It's nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: If I can do it, I'm going to do it. But there comes to an extent where it's like, you can only fucking do so much until, you're like, I'm just, I'm not going to do this because there's water in it, but you, you just, you fucking pour yeah. just running on You're running on fumes and, you know, uh, givers need to, I forget what the quote is, like, givers need to set limits or boundaries because takers don't have any.
3: Oh, yes. I've seen that. That's a good one. That is a really good one.
1: You know, like, I'm the type of dude, like, again, like, you got a flat tire, you need somebody to, you need help moving. Cool. To an extent, you know what I mean? If I can do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't expect, it's a good thing, but like, I don't expect shit in, in return. Like, I don't, I'm not keeping like a tally of like all the favors that I've done. Like, well, bitch, remember when I fucking did this on the fourth, on the fourth of <laughs> July? Remember the remember the fourth of July in 2020 when I, you know, I brought all this food and,
2: and shit. No. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's so true, man. Like I said, we we got to take care of ourselves. Like I I brought it up on, I think on um, uh, Kamal's podcast. But like they even like the reference of, like if a plane's going down, and they talk about the oxygen mask, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can help somebody else out. Yeah, you know. So you always have to look out for your own well being because, like I said, like you said, the taker will keep taking. You know, Mm -hmm. and I always look at it, too, is like, would that person do the same thing for me that I'm doing for them? And if you can answer that, yes, then keep doing that for the person. But if it's a no, then you probably need to audit your circle.
1: If you even need to second guess it. Yeah. 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 And thank God you're talking about the 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 air mask on uh, on planes. It'd be a lot easier now now that we don't have to wear masks on planes. Oh
3: yeah, I forgot about that. I saw uh, a video and people were like celebrating, man.
0: There was a a, a flight attendant walking down the aisle in one video I saw. He's like singing. <laughs> like a, this dude's yeah. is just singing. Like I'm just happy like, now. To... Like
1: I I could never like fucking fall asleep with a mask is a pain in the ass. It like... we just, went like, to was like a beard and shit.
3: Yeah. We went to Tampa in 2020 and this is right when the pandemic started happening and Mm. we came back and I was hungover, and I had the mask on. I could just smell the fucking alcohol through the fucking mask. And this bitch right here kept trying to bother me and be annoying. I was like, please, no, don't, don't fuck with me, man. I can't take it. I can't deal with your bullshit today.
0: There was one other time he had to say that to me too, because we were coming back from Vegas and we were we flew out of um, Little Rock because it was like five hundred dollars cheaper a ticket or something. So mm-hmm. me and our buddies we drove up to Little Rock and then flew out of there. And like he's coming back, we're riding back to Memphis. He's like, "I'm fucking with him." He's like, "It's not a good idea today. I'm fucking sick. <laughs> I can't feel my throat because I guess I'm like,
1: to, yeah." He's like, you "Want to die today?" He's like, to <laughs> <die> today? like, <laughs> he's like, like "It's like anyway. it's not
0: a good idea. Okay, leave me the fuck alone." I was like. And I did it really literally one minute later. I think he was just, you know, being himself per usual. And then he's like,
3: No, you're being yourself per usual that's annoying. What, yeah, yeah. But
0: you know, that's that's what we do,
3: you know. No, that's what you do. Oh. oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Add that to your list of things that change for this year. No. Stop quitting and stop being annoying.
1: I started lifting weights. <laughs> <That's>... Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> well, you know what? Fuck you. Hey, fuck you now. Hey, yeah, fuck both of you. <laughs> So what do you see yourself leaving an impact in this world?
1: Stuff, man. Like, again, like, I don't, I, I know, like, when I die, it's, I've never had the decision of, like, casket or, like, cremation, but, like, I know my fucking tombstone isn't going to say, oh, the guy who lost all this weight, you know what I mean? I just want to have a lasting impact of, like, the person I was, the friend I was, the guy that you could always count on. And sure, like, being able to, like, have that lasting memory of, like, people, like, because, you know, everybody has that time, it's going to come. But mm-hmm. it's, like, Alex Poro showed me it was fucking possible. And mm. I would have fucking died if I didn't see his page and others like it. Um, so, yes and no, you know what I mean? Like, I that that lasting impact of, like, my weight loss and all that shit is definitely fucking important. Um but just, it's kind of like going back, like, I think the most hard, not the harmful, but the hardest thing like for your parents to say growing up is like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed.
2: Mm, yeah, You
1: know what I mean? So it's like, you just want to make your fucking parents proud. Um, your your parents, your grandparents, your friends, like, man, fucking Alex was a fucking good guy. Like, however, whatever happened, for me to die, you know, it's just like, Alex is a fucking good guy. I can always count on him for this. I guess it was kind of on on for him for that. So,
3: yeah, touching on the death thing, I don't think a lot of us actually try to embrace it. Like I think a lot of us just assume it's not going to happen to us, and we only really realize it until somebody like in our age group dies, or you know, somebody that we know dies, and then it kind of hits you. But then we kind of go back to our own bullshit, just doing like just living through this mundane yeah. existence.
1: And I mean it, it could fucking happen. Like I said, you, you fucking like you said age broke out by hand something, like but just touched on like death. It's just like I had somebody reach out to me the other day asking me, like, I have zero fucking clue. Like I, I like I said, I had zero clue about like weight loss shit in the beginning. He's like asking me about like steroid cycling all that shit. I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know, but he's like, Oh, he's like, what are your thoughts? Would you He's like would you ever do him? Like, I'm thinking about jumping on. I was like, bro, I was like, let me tell you this. was like i lost all this weight to better my health and save my life Mm -hmm. And like i know you guys don't follow like bodybuilding closely but like motherfuckers are dropping like flies
2: and there's like
1: there's controversy between like oh it's the steroids plus like if you look at it these certain people who died were all vaccinated like okay well bring the fucking politics into it but like yes and no it's like steroids are like a blood thickener and then fucking COVID shot. It's a vaccine, you could blood clot and all this shit. It's like, no, It's like people are literally chasing an empty dream. I mean, if you're like the top five, top three for like an Olympia, mm-hmm. like you're making big money. But if you're just an average Joe who's trying to get fucking jacked and look good, fucking naked and, or tan, whatever on stage, it's dangerous. So it's like, no, I'm better. I've lost weight. I better my health so I can avoid these health complications. Because like you said, any age, bro. It, it could fucking happen. Like, you see your best friend who was in better health than you drop dead. It's like, fuck. I need to get my shit together.
2: Yeah. Unless, I mean, it, was like fr-
1: unless it was like a freak accident. I was like a, yeah. uh, a car accident or whatever. It's like, God damn.
0: I saw, I saw it yesterday. So, I follow IFBB on, like, Facebook hmm. and stuff and on Instagram. And I saw, like, in the past two weeks, I think I've seen, like, four or five people that posts about people passing away.
1: Yeah. There that, was that one are... guy a couple, maybe like a month ago, um, Cedric McMillan. He used to be a Redcon athlete and then he just changed sponsorships, I don't know, like six to eight months ago, but I met him before at Nashville. Um, and then, yeah, there was, uh, again, like I don't really follow it that closely. Like I, I enjoy the training aspect of that. Yeah. like bodybuilding workouts. I've done shows again, because like the reimbursement and stuff is not like, of oh, I'm gonna be a fucking pro bodybuilder. I'm gonna shoot all this shit in my ass and get fucking big that I can't walk walk through doors. Like I already lived that life. I was already too big to fucking walk through doors. I'm good. You um, think but yeah, like they're just dropping my flies because it's like you're putting unnatural shit into your body to get big or get small and get cut and jacked or what?
0: Do You think um um what's his name? Do you think the rock is natural and Mike Absolutely not. Michael Trump Henry Trump. or however you say his name,
1: Michael Hearn. Trump. Yeah,
0: there's no way these guys are natty, man. Because I Jake nah. Cutler Stokes was talking about it on a podcast, and um, he, he didn't. He, they asked him, and he didn't answer. You know, he was like, "Well, I you know. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not them or whatever. You know." But like. <laughs> He said to get this, obviously he was, because he wasn't, you know, he won, what, six Olympias or something like that, or five? Oh, no,
1: fuck, hell no, hell, yeah, there's no, there's no rules. Yeah. Jake it was on fucking, Everything. I don't know the exact, it, <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm super naive, I had no clue what the fuck any of that shit was, but yeah, that's the thing, like, bodybuilding is like one of those sports, like, uh, I don't know if you guys know, Seth Ferossi, um, but he like owns a pretty big supplement company, it's going over my head right now. Um, but he's fucking real. Like he used to be fucking he always says, like, oh, I used to be super sauced out. I used to be on everything. Like my doctor told me, like, you're not gonna be around for your kids, so that's why you fucking cut shit. It's like those steroids and other shit are literally enlarging your fucking organs, like not only your yeah. muscle, your heart, your liver, everything. And it ain't worth it. So I mean again, if you're doing it for bodybuilding, for the, the chase of fucking trophy or whatever i not going to say you're an idiot. Like, that's what you want to do as a passion. Um, but, like, you look at it as, like, if you're just a normal dude, what the fuck are you doing it for? If there's no hope to, like, make income out of it, you're literally taking time away from your life. Like, again, like, you could bring up and, like, uh, I, I didn't understand it growing up, but, like, Lance Armstrong taking – Growth hormone and taking, oh, you know, yeah. having, having those advantages of like hyperbolic chamber and all this shit. She's like, you didn't look at it because he's not big and jacked. was like, oh fuck, like this dude's unnaturally letting his muscles recovery faster than other people. So that's an advantage. Like you look at again, like even like baseball and shit. Like you still motherfucker, you still need to have a reaction time and like contact and different skills and stuff. um But then you look at like O line, D line, football. You're like physically stronger. there's like advantages and disadvantages but again like if you're if you're like the rock obviously he's physically he's a badass he lifts weights and all this shit but like even nobody will admit it but like henry cavill superman um jason momoa like all these other dudes like they cut weight and they pick up weight to pick up movie roles and shit come on bro you really think they're taking protein shakes like no they have like the best the best trainer and the best doctor yeah Pharmacist.
0: It's, uh, it's so funny you said that because like you always see like men's health and something like that or men's uh, muscle muscle and fitness magazine will like drop like a Hugh Jackman uh intro or something out like tr- that. I know
1: shred for 30 days. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like, oh, this is what I did for exactly 30 days. Where are the needles at, bro? Like you probably believe that like, you put on 20 pounds of muscle in the to get ready for Wolverine. In, oh, in yeah. 30 days? Like, come on, man. Even
3: That's... if they're not possibly doing steroids, they're possibly killing their body by getting depleted. Because even Damien said that when he was on there. He was on, like, GQ Australia or something yeah. like that. And he said for the cover, he basically had to starve himself to, like, almost near death to ha- take a fucking yeah. picture.
1: Yeah. And, then, yo, Photoshop's cool, too. Like, they... Yeah. I remember there's a documentary, Bigger, Stronger, Faster, by, like, uh, Mark Bell's brother, Chris Bell. And they were literally shooting, like, a... a metrics like i don't think they're really big in the game anymore but they used to make like kind of like slim bass shakes and shit Mm and there's like doing a a beach photo shoot the guy still looked fucking amazing but then like they're like a side-by-side where they chisel his abs a little bit and you know what i mean just for what just selling selling fake dreams well
3: you gotta look at it this too way too like you mentioned the people that are bodybuilding like the top people for money they make decent money or whatever but they're also harming their body Somebody posed a question one time like, say I gave you a million dollars today, but you died tomorrow. Would you take the million dollars? And you're like, no, I want my life more than I want the million dollars. So is that money you're getting at that time worth your longevity that's going to be depleted because of the substance you're taking? And a lot of people are so quick to trade money for livelihood, but they always say like, if somebody's in the desert, do you want a gold bar or do you want water? If you're stranded, yeah. yeah, and that's the most valuable thing choice. is to, to live longer. You know, yeah,
0: it's so like also. You remember, I mean, you you know who he is too, Tony uh, Phil Heath. He used to be a fucking basketball player in the NBA. Tiny, you know, small dude, and then he won like six Olympias in a row. Like mean, he, yeah, he was as big as a fucking, big as a house. Played, yeah, I didn't know he
1: played basketball.
0: Yeah, like um, that's how that's how I. Was, so one day I was at Kroger working and like. I was just flipping through the magazines like killing time, you know, and I was picked up a magazine and it had like a picture of him playing basketball. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was a basketball player and dude was just, you know, normal size, you know, just point guard, whatever height they are. And, you know, just normal size. And then they show a picture of him like starting, like you can just tell when he's starting a steroids, you know, to get big, big, big in three years, he was like five times the size he was. Like and
1: I mean, if, and that's things like like you said you follow like IPP yeah so you know who Nick Walker is right yeah so he'll post it's funny like he'll post transformation pictures of like what he looks like. like he's not openly admitted. And of course he's not going to openly admit it he's not going to be like oh I think this did this over the years but it's like bro it's not good yeah. I don't know but who they John trying fool like least, <laughs> but it's like at least like I said these top like top five guys in the Olympia like. If you win a local show, like if you win a fucking whatever a classic in Memphis, you might get a cool trophy and you might get bitch, you a thousand dollars. But bitch, you better still have a You better still have a job. You better still have a job because unless like you're at that level where you're getting ten to fifty thousand dollar check, yeah. What are you doing?
3: Yeah, I know you mentioned that the guy had DM'd you originally asking about the steroids. Steroids. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of people that? hit you up and tell you about how like your transformation has inspired them to do other things. And like, how do you feel like that impact you're leaving on people?
2: Um,
1: I mean, I think my, my class alone, when I did that first transformation show, really, I don't want to say I start, I fucking started it. Like I'm definitely not a type to say like there was other, there's plenty of people who have lost weight and done shows. Um, not just like a weight loss transformation. Like people just had like balls and they lost weight and they did a local show. But I think there was a, uh, on the women's side, there was a, um, the girl who won the same year I won. Um, she also had a lot of loose skin, but like my thing was I went up there and I rocked the fuck out of it. Like I said, I, I I'm the type of like, I pick an objective, I shut the fuck up and I show up. Um, like I wasn't doing like monthly check ins or daily. Like, oh, this is me six weeks out. Whatever, I just fucking show the fuck up. And yeah, it wasn't like ego, but like I won. It was like cool, awesome. Like fucking super grateful. I like teared up on stage and shit. But like, I just went up on stage and like my signature moves. I go up there and I fucking clap my my extra skin, smile yeah. off into the crowd. Um, so that inspired a lot of people. So like I said, it was usually one show per year. Then last year, I inspired a couple of my buddies um one of them did it in june they did two times um so my one buddy who's local did it in june and again i secretly i didn't say shit he he was even fucking pissed that i showed up because he was doing the transformation class and that's not really like a show that you oh i'm gonna try and repeat and get my title back like nah i was quiet and i was in cut too and i did a physique class which is just the regular skinny it's the class for like the 20 year old pricks who drive like mommy and mommy and daddy's bmw it's like i'll put it like that it's like the it's like the the lean because what they do is they wear like board shorts so mm, it's all like the clean yeah. club, like surfer dudes shredded dudes so i went up there knowing that i wasn't gonna fucking win at all wasn't gonna place but again it's like i don't want to do transformation i want to go up there and prove that yo know, we're the same i'm not going to place at all but i just want to show up but like Showing up, seeing, my, motivating my boy to go up on stage, and then they did it again in October, and I showed up, and another boy was going. Just like, so many people are doing this because it's so fucking empowering. Like, even if you're not the fucking best looking, like you're not going on stage, you're not shredded. with motherfucker, I lost hundred fucking fifty pounds. Ain't nobody taking that from me. I'm gonna step on stage because I don't give a fuck. But I did that, so that is like huge. Like the biggest thing, getting out of being a red con. Um, athlete besides like having my own fucking shirt and like having gym keys on that shit doesn't fucking matter like what was cool to me is like i'm an athlete with guys like fucking kai green and all these big ass bodybuilders
2: that is cool man
1: and i'm a different demographic like somebody who doesn't know shit about like the whole like i said naive like steroids and all that shit they're like yo there's a fucking dude who takes a shirt off and has like loose skin and just he was almost 500 pounds. Like if he could do it, I could do it. So like people ask me, how do you become a red one athlete? Like I said again, it's sales, it's having a story one, and it's fucking having a personality and uh, yeah, having a story, being fucking relatable. So that's important to me. it's like, dude, it's like, I'm a fucking athlete for one of the biggest supplement companies in the world with the with the likes of fucking Kai Green, but I'm a fucking air quote to me. I'm a normal dude. I -hmm. just have to lose weight. You know what I mean? So that's cool. Like having that lasting impression of just being like, I could fucking step on stage. I could do this. And I could lose fucking 290 pounds if I need to.
3: It's like, if you could do that, what else can you do? Exactly. Just hope.
1: Like I have one dude, one of my clients is super fucking motivated. He's like 41 years old. You were talking about uh, Phil Heath and basketball. My client is six foot eight. And he weighed when I started, he weighed in at 691 pounds.
2: Jeez.
1: So we're already down about 30 pounds, super quiet, has an Instagram, doesn't post nothing, just a ghost, follows, you know, watches my shit. And we talk checking, you know, throughout the week. And it just started with like, yo, I picked you because you're no nonsense, you're not bullshit. You say fuck, you keep it real, you lift weights. Like you know, he follows he follows bodybuilding. He's like <clears throat> You didn't, you didn't just settle for like skinny fat or just being skinny. Like you kept going you get, and, uh, it's just showing the help, like, dude, it's like, I'm going to write you a plan. You just need to follow it. And I was like, for you, I know it's tough. Cause again, you're fucking way up there in the sky and you're almost 700 pounds. But right now, like we just started with like walks. I was like, yo, if you could afford it, like he, he works home. was Like if you could go for a 10 minute walk every hour on the hour. And I know if it's not possible. I was like, at least get two twenty-minute walks or whatever your joints can handle. Because big fella, you aren't—you are not ready. Right. I do not want you stepping in the gym. We need to get you eating clean, real food, and just any little bit of mobility. That's it. So it's just fucking hope, man. That's that's like my biggest thing. Is just yeah, monkey see, monkey do. Like just being an example. Like I can't do the work for you, but just my story's out there.
3: Do you see, or do you ever think about? what did 480 pound you think you would be where you're at today before you got on that pallet scale like what was his idea of his future
1: um i mean at all like honestly like it all obviously fell apart for better reasons but i was just like happy as far as like wait i was like married seemingly happy there too so i was kind of just never really decided to change the health of the food aspect. So it's like, cool. She's like, you know, married kids one day house, no real big dreams or aspirations. Like still, I'm kind of like, I don't want to say complacent, but like I'm cool with my job. I think I'm a little more like subtle now. Like I think every guy growing up wants, you know, married children, white picket fence. Like, again, like I don't really hold like a value. Like I want my girl just to be ride or die like forever. Um, But like the whole title of like marriage and kids, like, happens great because like i'm just i don't want to say complacent but like i just bought my fucking first place on my own huge flex like after all that divorce shit and you know being able to save get out of fucking debt buy my first place that's cool with me. um so i think like yeah it's just kind of comfortable just married uh eventually uh house um kids and all that shit but now it's kind of just like taking care of myself and whoever wants to ride and roll with me making sure that everybody's taken care of obviously living comfortably. So this is cool. Like it's a two, two, it's more than enough room for me. My girl doesn't like live with me full time, but she's more than welcome to stay. Um, and yeah, it's cool to have like big dreams and hopes. Like I said, the, the, the training and all that shit's kind of a passion. I, I, I tried to do like the personal training thing. It's just not for me. Like I just can't, I enjoy going to the gym for myself. I can't Mm. see it as a work. I can't see it as a workplace. I like manual fucking labor. Yeah. Um, so you know, the future for me is kind of just continue to stack, continue to help, and get those systems together that I can take on a little bit of a, more of a load and get more more clients. But a lot different. I'll tell you that. Like I every everything happened for a reason. So
3: yeah, because I always wonder, like, if you if we didn't take a certain path, like I wish we could see like what our life would be like if we went the different direction or stayed the same course,
0: it kind of be like, yeah. what would we be doing right now? If he didn't, if he didn't start the podcast.
3: Yeah. Well, I always think like I grew up really religious, so I grew up Jehovah's witness and mm. this was an I lived in Omaha before I moved to Tennessee and everybody that I knew, I was like 12 when I moved here, but everybody I knew that was like 18, they would get married to have sex. Cause that's the only way you're illegally allowed to have sex without being fellowship well, and all sorts of stuff.
1: Springer, like right?
2: Springer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just like,
3: it's just ridiculous, man. Like, you know, you have to do that. And then my life, cause they don't, they didn't agree with, uh, formal education or like secondary education. So I always think like, if I would have been there, what would I be doing? Like some probably low level job, like, married probably sad with all these fucking kids and shit like that you know it's just like yeah. you know it so it's like, yeah. yeah so it's just being complacent and i'm glad that i'm not in that position because i don't to me that doesn't seem like happiness to me so for some people yes probably it is i guess it just depends on you know your level of what you want to aspire to be but i've well, always had so. that thing to want it's, to do more it's
1: definitely like it's those standards of like like you say, you live in, Ohio, in o- Omaha, but it's just like society standards. Like, okay, well you need to have a career. You need to have, you need to get married. You need to have kids and none of that shit. You know what I mean? Like it's still cool to have like traditional values and morals, but none of that shit, none of that shit has timelines. Like yeah. you don't need to be a certain age before you do this, do that. Like right. You need to enjoy the relationship you have. You need to, you know, it, could, it could, that's based on opinion. Like you're not going to turn down a fucking job that pays a shit ton of money. And like, you're not extremely happy, like it's work. You know what I mean. Like you can still, but if you fucking hate it, I mean, again, that's opinion. Like if you fucking hate it, but you're you're bringing in a million a year, whatever the case, I mean, you might suck it up. But you still, you got to live that life every day.
3: Yeah. Well, we don't want to take up too much more of your time. I appreciate all the time you've given us Yeah, so no, far. Yeah. Especially
0: with your no, time. I, I,
1: that, that's yeah, you know, that's what I like about like when I listen to your episode. Like I was expecting to go one way, and it kind of he gave back force. So I, <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate real conversations and I'm glad I yeah. had a glass of water. Yeah, always
0: no Well, it's like on Wednesday we had a four twenty fest. Our buddy owns a company called yeah. Alpha Hope and uh we he lets us come out there and pass t shirts out and stuff like that, you know? And like, um, you know, I was telling people that we are giving t shirts through that, you know, this is my the podcast that we have and this and that and they go, Well, what do y'all talk about? And that's you know, that's the question everyone always asks. You know, I yeah, I go, everything. It's 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 literally whatever. Like, you know, I usually say, Hey, hello, this is the you know, whoever we're talking to or whatever. And she's like, So there's not like a script, you like not like questions that I was like, No. I feel like you just hit nailed it. It's a real conversation we're having with you. Instead of, hey, this is what I want to talk about and nothing else. So just say on this, you know, like whatever, you know, like Yeah, like, today's it like today's we've talked about m- Multiple was, things, man. you know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's why I always tell. And, and, if,
1: and if if anybody gets this far, which I know my mom won't, because she doesn't listen to podcasts like speaking of four twenty, just to test the motherfuckers who are listening. It's like, yeah, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy who's down here, he's uh, he fucking, he like I said, he's a gypsy. He's like moving back and forth, and uh he brought some fucking baked, some baked goods. <laughs> nice, <laughs> so, nice. So, so yeah, so tomorrow, like, uh we're gonna lift, and then I ain't planning on doing shit. I need a fucking cookie and just sit by the pool and hopefully not get too damn burnt. <laughs>
0: have you, have you ever, yeah. have you ever list, uh, lifted while you've been high? Cause we've had a guest on here and they've told us that he does it. He does it all the time. And he's like a big dude, like a bodybuilder and shit.
1: No, he, he fucking does. Like when we were, when we were riding there this morning, he, uh he fucking let one up. He's like, Oh, is this okay? I'm like, yeah, you're good, man. You're good.
0: Yeah. So we've going to end the podcast. Can you tell us a piece of advice you would have for people listening? Oof.
1: I mean, like, if, if anybody who who doesn't already follow me, um, I'll keep it fucking real, man. I'm just fucking transparent. And I, you can't, you, you literally, like, if you're, if you're following me, for, like, we lots of shit, you got to quit sugarcoating shit. Like, if, if any aspect of life, stop avoiding shit. Stop avoiding, I, I don't want to say necessarily confrontation, but if there's any fucking change you want to take in life, Quit avoiding it. You need to take initiative, take action, and just follow it fucking headfirst, or you're, you're literally never going to get anywhere. Man. that's fucking awesome, man. And
3: how can people find
0: you?
1: Um, so I have Facebook, but I'm a complete ghost on there and just have it because like family and like mm-hmm. Facebook memories and shit. But just Instagram at Poro92. Uh, P O R R O ninety two. I got a TikTok, but again, I just use that just to, like watch funny, stupid shit. I don't even post on there. But um, yeah, I mean, you can just find me on Instagram. Just watch my stories of me uh, lifting weights and occasionally eating, uh, you know, foods that might trigger people. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it again, man. I enjoy yeah, talking was, to you. This is a good time, man. Yeah, hey. If I'm ever what's Nashville from you guys like an hour, two hours, two hours, two and a half hours, three? Yeah, you go to
0: three, Nashville, hit me up, and we'll, three and a we'll, half, we'll come up there.
1: Oof, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Make I'll like make a weekend trip out of it because that I definitely have the opportunity with the gym being out there. So I'll definitely, yeah. let you guys know
0: for sure, bro. Thanks a lot, brother. Take it easy.
1: Hey, start fucking lifting weights on Monday. All right,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. I will. All right, man, I appreciate all right, it.
1: Take, take it easy, guys. All right, Bye.
2: Bye.